This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. Today's show is brought to you in part by Liquid Web. We sure know that there's a lot of choice when it comes to hosting your WordPress site. Liquid Web is the managed WordPress partner you've been waiting for. Whether you're a business owner, an agency, or a freelancer, Liquid Web has you covered when it comes to performance, uptime, and ease of site management. And one of the things we love most? When your content goes viral, Liquid Web doesn't charge you more for huge spikes in traffic. Transparent pricing, no surcharges. Liquid Web is offering Hallway Chats listeners 33% off for the first three months. Go to liquidweb.com and use the coupon code HALLWAYCHATS, all one word, to sign up. And now the conversation begins. This is episode four. Hi, welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. Welcome, everybody. We're here today with Scott Deluzio. Scott, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Hi, Scott. Uh, so you are a plugin developer from Surprise, Arizona. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, what else can you tell us about yourself? What, what do you do um, with plugins and how long have you been doing it? Sure. Um, so I, I've been developing plugins since uh, I think about 2013. Um, I've been I've been working on uh, a number of different ones. I, I have I think I have like 13 uh, plugins on the WordPress.org uh, plugin directory, um, and I have uh, a number of other uh, uh, premium uh, paid plugins that, that I work on. Uh, I have um, conditional checkout fields, which is a plugin for WooCommerce and uh, Easy Digital Downloads that basically allows uh, for Different checkout fields based on the input in the customer's cart. Uh, I have um, WP in-post ads, which allows bloggers to more easily monetize their site by placing ads in the body of, of their posts. Uh, and WP CRM system is a CRM built into uh, WordPress uh, that has a number of. It's it's a free plugin, but it has a number of paid add-ons uh, that I sell. Uh, and I'm I'm working on another uh, plugin as well. Uh, to help uh, affiliates, uh, affiliate marketing uh, uh, folks and uh, other agencies and, and, and stuff be able to more easily file uh, tax returns uh, in terms of like 1099s for their, their vendors and, and, uh, and contractors oh. and things like that. So that's something else that I've been, I've been working on. Uh, nothing out officially yet, but, but uh, something that's kind of been in the works for me. That's a pretty wide range. It is. So um, tell us a little bit about how you started working with WordPress. Sounds like you must know a good amount of code and PHP, how you get started with that. Sure. So um, when I when I first started uh, working on web websites, this was in the early 2000s, 2001, maybe um, my my father was starting a, a consulting business and I, I asked him what I could do to help. I, w- I was in college at the time, so I had really no marketable skills or anything like that, but I wanted to, to help him out because he was kind of going it on his own. Um, and so he said, build me a website. 
um, which was something at that time I had never done before. I, I didn't know a single line of HTML or anything else. I, I didn't even know what to do. So I said, when I reminded him of this fact that I <laughs> had no idea what I was doing with that, he said, well, go buy a book and figure it out. Um, and so I did. Uh, and by today's standards, the site that I built was probably crap. But <laughs> um, but at the time, I was proud that I was able to get something uh Publish. I didn't know anything about hosting or domain names or wow. anything like that at the time. Do you remember what the book was? Uh, you know, I still have it. I don't. I don't remember the title of the book right now, but I do still have it, so I, I can. Uh, I can maybe get that. Back. Well, did you just build it in HTML? It, I actually used. Yeah, so I used uh, Microsoft uh, front page. Front page. Oh, that yeah. is awesome. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I, I started too. Every single, you know, every single page on the site. You know, oh yeah. Um, it, it was, it was not an easy task, but it, it was a good learning experience to yeah. uh, kind of get my feet wet with, with the, uh, you know, how site, websites are structured and, and built and everything like that. Um, uh, and while I was in college, I, I was in college, I got an accounting degree. Um, so it had absolutely nothing to do with website development or anything like that. Um, but as I, as I was going through college, I built several other sites for, you know, family or friends, just because I was, I enjoyed it. It was, it was interesting to me. Um, and over the years I, I continued learning and my, my skills kind of evolved. And, um, so basically completely self-taught, uh, on, on all of this, I, I, you know, started with that initial book and then, you know, went on, took other, uh, you know, did other tutorials and things like that to try to enhance my knowledge of what it is that I'm actually trying to do. And are there better ways of doing what I'm trying to do and everything like that. So. Um, you know, so I, the, the bug was planted or, or the seed was planted, uh, back then with that first website. And I think it, over the years, it just kind of grew, um, and, and got me to where I am today. Have you found any, um, learning systems that have worked best for you? You said you started with a book, but I know there's a lot of online. There are a lot of tools online. What have you, what have you relied upon? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not, you know, at, at first I was, I was using that book, um, basically as a crutch, you know, anytime I, I was doing anything, I would go back to whatever the chapter was that was, that was on that book. Um, but I kind of take that similar mindset and, and move it online today because there's so, so much information online that pretty much whatever it is that you're trying to figure out, there's some information out there. Now, not all of it's good information. So you kind of have to be able to vet out the good from the bad right. and, um, you know, the stuff that's going to end up getting you into more trouble. Um, but I'm able to kind of go out and, and kind of search for the information, uh, that I'm looking for. And, and, you know, over the, the over time, there's, there's people who you learn to trust because, you know, you've gotten some good information from them in the past, you know, either from their website or from uh, other, other places. And, uh, you know, you, you tend to go back to those sources first to, to try to find answers to new questions that you might have. And, um, you know, so you're not just relying on, uh, you know, some forum post that someone was having a, a problem, couldn't do whatever. And, uh, you know, you're not just relying on the answers that they get there, but you're, you're going to more trusted sources. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not as, as big on the, the forums right. for, for that, sure. that type of support, but, uh, or, or for learning, but going to trusted sources that you've kind of vetted out over the years. So, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's a really valuable way to do it, isn't it? Where once you 
you know, you learn what you need to Google. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you know that, you learn to begin to learn to, to who to trust and who knows their code or who knows their systems or who who has uh, fallen into the pit that you're currently looking over right. to help you put the ladder across and not fall in that pit. That, uh, sure. that, that But that certainly takes some time, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Over the over the years, I mean, when I was first starting, I, I was finding stuff that who knows how good the information was um, at, at the time. And, you know, so I, I would uh, I would use some of the information that I found and only later to find out that there's a better way or right. that was mm-hmm. a right. completely terrible way to begin with. And so um, copy, know, paste I, and yeah. hope. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And refresh. Yeah. I suppose it's not a terrible way as long as you're not doing it on a, a live site, but it's uh there's certainly better ways out there that to uh to accomplish that. So um but you're right, it does take a little time to kind of figure out who who to trust and you know what the, the good information is that, that's out there. So Yeah. Uh how did you get connected with WordPress? How does WordPress fall into that? Um, when did you when did you start using it, I guess? That's I don't I don't remember the exact year that I started, but I had started a blog while I was in college, um, and I was using Front Page. So basically, every blog post was I created the page for it. It wasn't really a blog; it was right. just a series of pages that I threw up on on the site, and uh, it was getting to be such a pain to to work with. And so um, I came across uh, WordPress. I think I was just searching for something that was easier. That was probably my initial dive into Google searches, trying to find an answer to a problem that I was having. And um, so I I came across WordPress and I I tried it out. I installed it and it it was so much easier. And and once when I did my copy and paste migration into uh, from all my old posts into the new site, I was, I was hooked Um, and uh, you know, I I really liked it. So, and then o- over the years, I had built a number of different sites that that uh, were all WordPress based. And I, I don't think I ever worked with anything else, uh, you know, other than just kind of testing the waters on other things just to see how how they they work. Every site that I, I've used so so far has been run on WordPress in in some form or another. Yeah. Um, did you have another career? Were you doing this on the side then? You said you started using it in college when, yeah. when you graduated. What did you do? Yeah. So when I was in college, I, I was in college for accounting. Um, and so I worked in public accounting for a number of years and uh, in finance. Uh, and so I was doing that kind of on the side, the the Word, WordPress and the, the website uh, stuff that I was doing. It was um, it definitely wasn't a, a full-time thing. Uh, I wouldn't even say it was part-time. It was just kind of sporadic. And, you know, as I had an idea that I, I wanted to maybe create a site for, I went out and I built something. And, okay. um, you know, if, if I don't do something for a couple months, then things change. And so I have to go out and kind of learn what the, you know, kind of catch myself back up on, on what's going on with the, uh, uh, new changes in the technology and everything else. So, um, so I, that was a way for me to continue to to learn about you know how to how to build sites and everything um and then it wasn't until uh, about three and a half years ago i i decided to leave uh leave my job that i was working at and and jump into uh website development uh and, and wordpress full-time uh where where i started working for myself um 
and and I, I I'm loving it. It's it's something that I I have always wanted to be able to to work for myself and uh, you know be kind of be my own boss, my own hours and schedule and everything else. And um, uh, it, it's great. I, I have no regrets. That's Scott. great. That's really great to hear. Scott, when you made that transition, um, did you transition kind of to the point where you saved enough money in your day job to say, hey, I've got X amount of time. I'm just going to give it a go. Or were you burning the candle on, on on both ends? So you were nine to five doing public accounting, and then from five to nine in the evening doing uh, development work on the side. Or, or how did that transition happen for you? What was your- yeah, it was kind of where I had um, I was doing a little bit of work during my my last uh, job, um, kind of at nights and on the weekends. Um, with the goal that I would be, you know, saving some money up so that I knew I'd have, um, you know, I, th- I think I wanted to have a few months of, you know, living expenses kind of stocked away, no- knowing full well that, you know, most businesses, when you first start, it's not going to be, you know, people throwing money at you. So um, I-, I knew that, that that was going to be a-, a challenge. And I think my first month when I went uh, dove in full time was, I-, I was barely scraping by with, you know, I, I had, I had, I think, one client by the end of the month, and and I was starting to kind of rethink the the decision that I had made, uh, whether or not that was going to work out in the long term. But but the next few months uh, started started turning around, and I, I started getting a lot more more clients. Um, uh, primarily, they were they were local to this area, local businesses that that I was helping out. Um, but I I had to you know like anyone else starting a business, you have to kind of uh, do that legwork and and you know pound the pavement get it get out there in front of people let people know who you are you can't just build a website and expect the phone to start ringing off the hook right you know and, and so you know going out to different networking meetings and and everything else trying to get out in front of as many people as i could um was was part of that um you know and i don't i don't know how much business necessarily came from kind of networking meetings or if it was you know, through the other, you know, other interactions that I had with people around the area that, that it came from, but, um, really it was, it was a lot of hard work in the, in the beginning. Um, you know, and, and it should be, you know, if, if it was easy, then everyone would be doing it. And right. There's, yeah. there's did you have, much. did you have some mentors who are already doing this? I mean, how, when you're switching and doing this, um, as a business versus doing favors for people where you're probably not charging them, what, what uh, you would charge now how did you know how did you know what to charge how to set up your your systems and your business to be a web developer it sounds like your plugin your focus right now is your products but that you started out as a as a unicorn as a designer developer website builder correct right yeah so so i did i did start off as a website builder you know working for uh most of the small businesses who um they had a site that was maybe built 10 years ago and it looked like it was built 10 years ago and, and it needed a facelift. And, and so I, those were the kind of my primary market that I was going after. Um, but over, over the years, I um, enjoyed that work less and less and enjoyed the development side more and more, the, you know, on the, the plugin side and, and selling the products. And uh, that was kind of a, a new challenge for me. Um, over those those years, I had built a few plugins that I released, 
you know, on the uh, repository, but I, I never really did much with it. I never marketed, you know, the, the service for building plugins or anything like that. Um, I just kind of put them out there and if they were being used, great. If not, Oh, well, you know, it's not, not the end of the world. It's just something that I, I had put together because it was either a need that I had or I, I saw maybe someone else could use something like this. Right. Um, and uh, I decided that I enjoyed that work much more. Uh, and so at the beginning of this year, I decided to uh, scale back the amount of uh, uh, client work that I was doing and, and kind of focus uh, more on the, uh, the plugin, uh, the product side of it. So interesting. And that's going well so far. We're a couple months into the year. Yeah. Yeah. A few months into the year, it's, it's going well. It was, it was a bit of a, a transition kind of like when I, you know, quit my previous job and uh, started working for myself. Um, a little bit of an unknown, like, is this even going to be something that I'm going to be able to pay the bills or I'm going to have to go back and, uh, you know, start doing more client work too. Um, and but it, it's going well. It it it's it's good. But, you know, first couple months, like I said, it, you know, it was hit or miss. You know, you, you didn't really know how how great it was going to be. But but I, I think it's moving in the right direction. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see at the end of the year how how this experiment turns out. <laughs> well, that actually brings um, me to one of our 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 key questions that we like to ask people, which is about success and how you define that. Sounds like you've transitioned uh, a couple of times now in your career and each time sounds like you've been successful. How, but how do you, how would you define success? Um, I've had jobs in the past where I hated getting out of bed every morning. I'd roll out of bed and think to myself, this this is going to be torture driving into work and doing this job that I I'm doing it basically to pay the bills. And, and it, it wasn't something that I really enjoyed doing. Um, uh, to me, success is not having to do something like that. Um, but in, instead being able to find something that uh, you can jump out of bed and be excited to go get into work, um, to, to start run, working uh, and, and really get moving uh, with something that you enjoy doing is, is to me, it's, it's successful. Um, now, obviously there are still bills that need to be paid and you need to be able to make some money at some point. But um, you know, if you can do that, if you can, you can pay the bills and do the thing that you enjoy, uh, then I, I think, I think you've, you've been successful uh, you know, in, in that career. Yeah. I like that definition. That's a good one. Uh, you know, I'm always, intrigued by by people who who when they have an avenue out stay in jobs or careers where they're not happy obviously there are people who, who don't have the option of leaving but we spend so much time at work as adults right and minimally eight hours a day five days a week often it's longer than that and to have it not fulfill us in some meaningful way is well, it can certainly be soul crushing depending on, on how much we don't like. And at the very least, it, it makes it hard to enjoy the other 16 hours of the day if, 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 if the most productive eight are just a, an exercise in frustration or futility. So, yeah, I, right. I like your definition. Thanks for yeah. saying that. There's probably also something to be said for liking your boss. And you know, if, if, you, <laughs> if you're your own boss, um, that, that may not always be the case, but at least you have a little bit of control over that. <laughs> Well, the some, annual review is going to be a little bit easier, you hope, anyway, or at least politer, anyway. 
<laughs> Sometimes my boss is a jerk, but you know. <laughs> well, you can tell him off without any problems. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is your office in your home? It is. We have a. Um, it's kind of like an in-law suite that's off the house. Um, so my commute is basically walking across the driveway. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's still. I'm still home. I, I don't have to get in the car and drive anywhere, but it's, um, I'm not in the house where my wife and kids are usually and you know, the kids running around and screaming, screaming their heads off and everything like that, that, that will, uh, really hamper, uh, productivity, put or put a damper on, uh, productivity there. So, um, having this space where I can kind of mentally say, okay, I'm at work now. I'm yeah. Here I'm I'm in work. I can do my work. And then at the end of the day when I, I shut down, I, I leave my computer in the office. I, I go back to work. Or sorry, I go back from work. I go back into the house. Um and uh you know, we uh pick up our normal family life, you know, or, yeah. or home life, you know, and I don't I don't have to think about work while I'm over there. I I, I worry about work when I'm here. Yeah, you don't sneak back over after the kids are in bed to do some more work. <laughs> uh, you know, not much. I, I try to to really have that that separation between between work and and home. Um, uh, I do on occasion if there's something that is pressing that I'm I'm trying to uh, wrap up before the morning or something like that, or uh, you know if something urgent came in, you know I'll, I'll step over to to work on that. But um, for the most part, I try to keep those two separate that's that's important and it's difficult when you're doing client work i think too because they they they're not on that same nine to five schedule necessarily right and and there's lots of little fires that need to get put out yeah over time so that that gets difficult too yeah so you're still accessible when you're not in your office but your computer is is behind so yeah i i make it less convenient to have to go do work so if i bring my computer into the house, then I can just pop it open whenever I want uh, and start doing work. But if I, it's that little mental barrier. I have to go walk across the driveway. I like that. The door. I have to take out the computer and start working. And then that, that's enough of a hassle for me to just say, well, it'll, it'll still be a problem in the morning. And I yeah. I like now. that. That's great. What do you think is the most important thing that you do at work every day? Um, most important thing I do at work every day. Um, well, I, I try to keep a consistent schedule. Uh, so I try to get into the office around the same time. I try to, uh, you know, handle, handle the emails or the, you know, customer support type things, uh, you know, at, at a certain time during the day. Uh, and I, I try to keep a consistent schedule throughout the day. Now it, it doesn't always work out where, where that consistency is going to, um, kind of work out but um you know i i try to to make it so that every day i kind of know what to expect and and i don't have too many curveballs coming to to me you know so I, I think that that to me is is uh is important for uh being successful it is a little bit of consistency in your day yeah i i think that's a hard thing to do also when you're working for yourself is to yeah. be consistent so uh, a little bit of, of self-discipline is involved there to to make sure that you're not you know, hang out too much on Twitter, you know, Facebook or whatever, while, you know, you have, have the computer in front of you. It's just a couple of letters to type and then boom, Twitter's there. And then, then you're going to end up blowing a whole day, just scrolling through that. But uh, knowing, knowing to 
focus on what you need to focus on at, at certain times is, is important. So within that structure then, that structure of consistency or the consistency of structure, I suppose it could go either way on that. What's your favorite thing to do at work? What's your favorite task? What do you, what do you, what do you get excited about? Um, well, I like, I like solving problems. Um, now, whether that problem is a customer coming to me and saying that they have an issue with, with something or not necessarily that they have an issue, but, um, they, they'd like it if one of my plugins did something else, you know, it, an additional thing and, and trying to think through the problem and not, not saying that I need to necessarily jump on every single, uh, you know, feature request that comes through because I, I could be sitting here for years trying to, yeah. trying to uh, <laughs> please everybody. But, um, you know, when someone comes to me with, with a, feature that I think is valid and, and would be a useful uh, addition, uh, trying to figure out the best way to implement that, uh, that into the whole, uh, the, the plugin as a whole and, uh, you know, do it in the best, best way possible um, to kind of solve that problem is, is something that I, I, I really do enjoy doing. Do you have a favorite project that you're working on at the moment? Um, favorite project. Um, well, I like the, so the, I was talking about a, um, the 1099, uh, plugin that I, I, I've been working on. Um, I like that because it kind of, uh, merges together two of my skill sets, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the tax and accounting side, uh, and the plugin development side of, of things, uh, really kind of coming together, uh, doing two things that I'm, that I'm uh, that I have a background in and, uh, making that into something that's hopefully going to be useful for, for lots and lots of people. That is cool. I like that. So kind of related to this is, is over your, let's say wider WordPress web development, Microsoft front page career. Uh, what has been your biggest challenge and, you know, whether that's a project or a recurring issue or a mindset or, you know, I don't know, maybe it was moving into you know, your current location where you have that visual space. Kind of what has been your, to achieving your definition of success, to getting to where you are today, where you're, where you're living that level of success that is bringing you satisfaction? What, what's been that big challenge? Um, for me, since I do work uh, for myself, um, the biggest thing has been um, getting involved with uh, the, the broader community because, um, most days it's me and my dog in, in my office. And, uh, you know, so it, that, that can be a challenge because I, I have gone you know, a whole week where it's just been me sitting in my office with my dog. And, you know, I go home, go back, uh, into the house at night. I, I see my wife and kids for a little bit. And then at the end of the week, I realized I haven't left this, my, my, either my house or my office in a whole week. I, I haven't gotten out and I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't gone, I haven't even gone to the grocery store. Or something, you know? And um, for me, the challenge is getting out and, uh, and meeting new people and, and things like that. So, you know, getting involved with local meetups and word camps and other, you know, uh, events like that are, are a great way to, to get out and, and meet new people and, you know, start conversations with people yeah. that you otherwise probably wouldn't have, have had an opportunity to meet. Right. Yeah. 
Thank yeah, you. I think there are a lot of meetups in the Phoenix area, if I there recall are. hearing. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I feel like, Scott, that your dog's a pretty reliable partner. Maybe you want to give your dog a little shout out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dog's name? My dog's name is Roxy. She's a uh, almost nine-year-old English bulldog, uh, and she usually just sleeps the entire day because she's old and lazy. <laughs> That's what I See, try I... to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dog to get out so that I could get out similarly and take him for a walk and chat with the neighbors, but he doesn't like anybody, and he barks at other dogs. <laughs> I have to walk quickly past people. It's not a, not accomplishing that goal. I don't know if your dog sleeps all day. It sounds like he's not getting you out either. <laughs> oh no, no, she doesn't want to really go out for a walk, especially in the summer around here in yeah. the area. It, it gets way too hot for her, so she usually just sleeps a day away. Good call. Good call. We're 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 coming up close on our on our half hour. Uh, time bell here so i want to i want to ask you um if you could just spend a second thinking about what is the single most valuable piece of advice business life or otherwise that you have received and probably then implemented so what could be anything um i i think for me it's been and i forget who gave me this advice now but it this was a, a little while ago, but um, it's been to kind of get out of my comfort zone and kind of um, take some take some risks. And even if even if that that risk seems like it might be more than I could bite off, uh, jump in anyways because there's going to come a time where I'm going to look back and say, "Man, I really could have done that, and it could have been something great, but I didn't." So it's now it's nothing, um, and I, I think I think that's something that that is uh, you know valuable uh, uh, piece of advice because there, there's so many uh, so many things I wouldn't have done had it not been for advice like that where I, I wouldn't have just dove into starting my own business uh, and working for myself I would I would have taken the safe route and just stuck with the same job for years and years and years and. You know, maybe I would have hated going to work every day, um, but I would have had a steady paycheck and I would have had a, uh, you know, but I, you know, I would have had all the, all the benefits that come with a steady job, but, but I wouldn't have had the, that definition of success that I mentioned earlier is mm -hmm. you know, being happy with what you're doing too, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. I call that cliff that's, jumping. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a small cliff. It can be like a three-foot cliff. But, uh, yeah, I love it would it. have to be because I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I am too. Uh, I kind of edge up to them. I'm willing to kind of tackle it, but I, I, I definitely have a little bit of fear, though. <laughs> Scott, this has been a fantastic conversation. And uh, I'm pretty sure I can speak for Tara when I say it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I love talking on. to you. Oh, it's been it's been great. I'm glad glad to be here. Uh, where can people find you online? Where can they check out your plugins? And uh, where can they keep a keep an eye out for updates on the 1099 project that you're currently progressing? Yeah, so uh, my website is scottdeluzio.com. Um, I'll probably be posting some updates there on, on things there. Uh, follow me on Twitter uh, at scottdeluzio. Um, and, you know, I'll be, I'll be posting regular updates to, to both of those places. And uh, check me out there. Great. Right. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Scott, right. have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you. Thank and you we'll, for joining we'll us. You're welcome. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to the show. 
We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.